So this chin check, we're looking ahead people, we're being clairvoyant, <laughs> as we do, it is time to, you know what I mean, preview Tialga Santos against Glover Teixeira, the fight that we've been waiting for for a long ass time, like both got COVID, this fight has been cancelled a few times, but it is happening along with some other fun fights so people sit back and let us get deep in this card okay let's go okay people so the prelims start with um six fights got six fights on the prelims and we got some good fights so it all kicks off in the bantamweight division, we've got Gustav Lopez against Anthony Burchak. Okay, so when we take a look, Lopez, he is 11 and 5, coming off a, um, a loss, which was his UFC debut, but he stepped in for, I believe he stepped in for Ray Borg, and he had to fight Marab Dalashvili, and, uh, yeah, that's some tough shit, you know what I mean, Marab, hey, they don't call him the machine for nothing, you know what I mean, so that was a tough one, but looking at his, um, fight before the UFC, so, uh, yeah, he's got uh, I mean, a lot of his fight, most of his fights are finishes, you know, he's got TKOs, there's a, uh, like, free submissions, you know, a couple of red naked chokes, a Van Flew floke, um, but yeah, he, he does like a stoppage, you know, he, his last three fights before he got to the UFC all stoppages, you know, the Von Flu, then um, some ground and pound, um, yeah, a couple ground and pounds, so, you know, he's definitely a tough hombre, he's going up against El Toro, right, who is 15 and 6, coming off three wins, you know what I mean, um, so yeah, this this also is um, well. This is Burchek's second stint, right? So he originally was in the UFC in two thousand and fourteen, right? So he fought what four fights? So he had two wins, two losses, 
you know, but when you look at who he fought, so Ian Entwistle, who was, um, he was a good UK fighter for a minute. Um, he lost to him, beat Joe Soto, which, yeah, that's a huge win, right? Lost to Thomas Almeida, um, and beat Delino Loops, right? So after that, he went to Risen. Things weren't going too great over in Risen, but he he moved over to combat, um, combatter, combate. So yeah, he went to there, um, and he was also doing some jujitsu. Like he took part in Eddie Bravo's Combat Jujitsu World in 2019. So he was going between um, combate, some jujitsu tournaments. He um, had a fight in the LFA. But yeah, so he, he was doing all of that. You know, getting those wins. Which uh, has earned him a um, a call-up to the UFC. You know, he's, he's a replacement. Um, yeah, like a week's replacement. So, I think the fact that he's been there. Right, he got to the UFC. He had four fights. That's, I think that could help with the nerves, you know, although it's, you know, six years later, that should help with the nerves, Um, and then the fact that he, you know, he had some bad times, but was able to turn those around, that's big, also the fact that he's been um, doing grappling competitions, and doing well, you know, he last competed in jiu-jitsu overtime, which, that took place in July, and, yo, that was, it's a fun-ass concept from, um, Eddie Bravo and, you know, Ludovic, Master Vic, you know, so, um, I think that's definitely gonna help, so, we know he is good on the ground, but he's also got, um, yeah, you know, he's got a TKO win as well. So, uh, yeah. he He's definitely got some stuff to him. And, yeah, I think that might be it. I think Burchek is going to be able to use that experience, use his grappling advantage to, um, yeah, I think that gets him to win. You know? I think that's gets him to win people. So we then go to the welterweight division. We got Max Griffin against Ramiz Bramaji. Yeah. Who, um, yeah, he's making his UFC debut. All right. So, um, you know, Max Payne Griffin, he is 15 and 8. He's coming off a couple of losses. But, you know, that that's Alex Oliveira, right? Um, that was at UFC 248, Adesanya v. Romero. So that was in March. And before that, it was Alex Morono, you know? So um, that was October last year. Ain't both real friggin' tough. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not like he just lost 
to anyone. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough thing. He's had a tough time. He's fought some tough dudes in the UFC. So it, yeah, it, it has been a bit up and down for him. And he, you know what I mean? He definitely could do with the win, you know? Um, so he's, he does have stoppages, but those last few fights have all been decisions, essentially. Um, but yeah, he's got, you know, a few stoppages. Now, his opponent, as I said, look, Prahamages, you know, he's 8-2, and two, coming off a win in his last fight, which was... Um, yeah, that was, I mean, he's been out for a minute, right? So his last fight was March last year at LFA 62, right? He beat Carlos Mont- Martinez. Um, and yeah, he's been in LFA for his last last few fights, right? He's got, um, yeah, he's got submissions. He's got a, a good few submissions on the record, which, yeah, that's that's a big thing right there, you know, because we've seen Griffin, like, he can be uh, caught in a submission, you know, um, yeah, I mean, this is a tough fight, it's definitely a tough fight, um, I think, hmm, now, Griffin has definitely fought the tougher opposition, for sure, I think, though, that, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I've just got this, hmm, this sneaking thought that, Bremerji is able to get the win. Because, you know, I think last year he was he, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor, I believe it was. And so he thought his career was done. So the fact that he's been able to battle back from that, you know, he's good on the ground. And Griffin, you know, he, he can get to the ground. So yeah, I think he's gonna be able to pull off a submission. Get the win. You know, it's definitely going to be an interesting, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting fight. But, um, yo, interesting fights, people. That's our next, which is in the featherweight division. We've got Darren the Damage Elkins against Eduardo Garagori. Uh, so, um, yeah, the damage, he's 24 and 9. He's, uh, yeah, just hit some bad times of late. He's on a four-fight losing streak, you know, which is just a little tough because, man, there was a point where um, he was on a six-fight winning streak. Yeah, he'd he's like, man, just... Turned everything around, right? 
Because there was a point where it was a bit, you know, win, lose, win, lose. But, yeah, he came back. And within that, he got, like, that huge win over Misset Betik. You know, and then Michael Johnson. But then he came up against Alexander Volkanovsky, Ricardo Lamas, Ryan Hall, and Nate Landwehr. So, yeah, he's had a tough time. But we know that, you know, in Elkins, he comes to scrap. You know what I mean? He comes to scrap. But, yeah, he's going up against Garagori, who is 13-1. and So he's coming off a loss in his last fight, which was uh, Ricardo Ramos. He got choked out. In that um, But this will be his third UFC fight Right And uh, you know Garagori is tough Right he's got some Submission wins He's got a few submission wins um, I do think though The Elkins I the, the, the fact that the damage Is just Man he's just been all up in everything, right? I think he's going to be too much. And so, yeah, I, I'm going to say that Elkins, he gets to win. You know, the much-needed win. But we then jump to the heavyweight division. And this fight, man, this fight was meant to happen on Fire Island. So we got Marcos Rodrigo de Lima. Against Alexander Romanov And uh, I think this is going to be An explosive encounter So De Lima is 17-6-1 He's coming off a win in his last fight Which was, um, yeah a, A quick stoppage of Ben Sassoli so this was in February, end of February this year, you know, um, yeah, I, this will be his, I don't know, he's been in the UFC for a bit, right, um, before that he lost to Stefan Struve, uh, before that he beat, um, Adam Warwick. You know, he's, he's, he's been a bit up and down, right? Kind of win-loss, win-loss. That's been, seemed to be the thing with um the Lima of late. And, uh, yeah, he's going up against King Kong, who is 12-0, right? And, um, you know, he his UFC debut was a um, a big one. Right, he beat Rock Martinez. Um, so that was in September. Got an arm triangle in the second round. He was, yeah, just whoo. He kind of dominated that fight. He looked very good, and yeah, I think he's gonna have just too much for Delima. Yeah, they're only just too, too much, but uh. You know, those heavyweights, anything can happen. 
But we then dropped down to the middleweight division. We got Trevin Giles against Bevon Lewis. Which, yeah, this is a good fight. So the problem, he is 12-2, coming off a win in his last fight. Which was, he was a split decision over James Krause. Which, uh, I did think Krause won. That was... um. UFC 247, Jones v. Reyes. So that took place at the beginning of February. Um, it, it was, you know, he Charles did need that because he, before that, he'd lost his last two. After coming to the UFC, you know, came in with a big win in LFA, beat Ryan Spann, right? So he then won his first two UFC fights, but then things started to slide before that win against Kraus. But um, yeah, he's going up against whoo, uh, the extraordinary gentleman. <laughs> I I don't know why Lewis has picked. It's a long ass name, man. He is seven and two. He's also coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Dequan Townsend. So that was in January um, this year. So, the, yeah, they both been out for a, a minute, right? And, again, like... Uh, yeah, like Giles, he lost his, you know, previous two. So uh, that was Uriah Hall. And then Darren Stewart. So, you know, the Townsend wind was, again, a much-needed affair. Um, so he came to UFC via the Contender Series here in 2018. Um, I mean, they are pretty... Yeah, they're pretty well-matched, you know, to be honest with you. It is... Hmm... It is a tricky one, you know, definitely a tricky one. I mean, Lewis had two two runs at the Contender Series, you know, before he was able to secure that contract. But, huh, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is a, a real just a toss-up, definitely is a real toss-up. I think maybe I'll say Giles, right? It's, yeah, it's, that's, that's going to be, god damn, that's a difficult one to, uh, it's a difficult one to pick people. Um, but yeah, let's say Giles. So that takes us to the main event of the prelims. We've got Jigga Kadezi against um, Jamie Simmons. Um... Yeah, this was a late addition to the card. I think this got put on last week. You know, something like that. But, uh, you know, Ninja is 11-2. and two. He's won his last six fights. The last one was um, victory over Omar Morales. And that was beginning of October. So, um, yeah, Chigazi, he's, uh, yeah, he's got... Back to it pretty quick, you know, which is good. But he is, 
yeah, he's fought a couple of times now, you know, behind closed doors. So uh, I think he's got a good understanding of just the way things are, you know, so there is that. Um, And he is going up against the Afro Samurai, who is, uh, yes, seven and two as well. Uh, He's coming off three wins. So um, his last fight, hey, he fought literally a week after Chikaze's last fight on the 17th of October. So, yeah, they've both pretty much been out the same amount of time, which is, uh, yeah, that makes things... um, I think it, it evens shit out, right? I mean, this will be his UFC debut. Um, he has, yeah, pretty much stopped most of his fights. You know, he's um, TKOs or submissions. So, yeah, this, hmm. Hey, this is a tricky one, right? It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you could say Chigezi has the experience, you know, but, I mean, I, mostly, like, Chigezi is usually his, um, you know, his kickboxing experience, that's the, the big thing for him, right, he has been... Yeah, I think he's been showing like evolutions in his in in his MMA. You know, we're seeing a a good takedown offense, right? That was definitely a big factor of that last fight. So, um, yeah, we're seeing some some interesting development in Cadiz's. Wheelhouse, and I think, hmm, it, I, I, I probably doesn't say Chigezi gets the win, but it, I think it comes down to his takedown defense. If he can keep the fight up, he wins. If he gets taken down, he's gonna get submitted. You know, so uh, yeah, we'll say Chigezi does that one. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, not a walk in the park, right? Ooh, it's interesting, and um, that's cool. So it'll be an interesting way for us to end the prelims and lead us into our main card. Okay, so we start the main card with a ladies' strawweight clash. We got Claudia Gadea against Zion Yan. Um, hmm. See, I think it would be Yang Zhezan, right? Yeah. Because you do the... You flip it around. Ah, I always forget that shit. Um, now, Gadea, she's 18-4, and four, coming off two wins. You know, so um, there was Angela Hill 
that happened in May, and before that, it was Randa Marcos, um, July 2019. Now, I have to say, I did, like, the Hill fight was a split decision, and I, I did feel that, um, Hill won that fight. I think Adalia, I think she got covid Right, because this fight was meant to happen in September Um, yeah, or maybe, um, Zian got COVID But someone did, I believe So, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens Um, now, Gedalia, she I think most of her fights And definitely of late Have all gone to decision You know and she's pulled off some, like, uh, like the Carla Esparza fight, again, that was a split, and I did think that Esparza won that fight, so I think Gedalia, although, like, she's moved camps, so she's now fighting under Mark Henry, and I, I just think that, that's definitely something that's gonna help you, because Henry is just, he's a tactician, man, he really is, so yeah, I I think that's beneficial, um, but here's the thing, so nine, she's 12 and one with one no contest, she's on a 10 fight win streak, uh, her last fight was against Karolina Kovokovic, so that was in end of February this year, and yeah, she did just Dominate that fight Right Funny enough they both have Angela Hill In common And they both Were able to get a decision That I don't know I felt Hill deserved So yeah It's funny how they both have that Um But see the thing With um You know Zan is She's long Right, and she utilizes that range. You know, she works behind a jab, she's pretty methodical, and I I think that Gedalia can I think she can kind of lose focus in a fight, right? So I think Zan, she's gonna but she just kind of Marches forward You know ex- No expression on the face And I, I So I think She's going to always just come And Yeah I think she's probably Going to just Outpoint Gedalia You know It'll be interesting to see If uh, You know Zian If she's adding anything new to her, uh, you know, skill set because we haven't seen her for a while. I mean, February, right? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the developments and stuff. Um, so our next fight is in the middleweight division. We've got Ian Hyanish against Brendan Allen. So, this is a fight that, yeah, this is you know, meant to happen a couple of times. You know, 
kept on falling through, but now it's finally happening. I mean, what? Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, it, it should be. Let's just say it should be. So the Hurricane he is 14 and 3, coming off a win in that last fight, which was the huge stoppage of Gerald Marshart, you know. Um, was in the, like a minute into the fight in the first round. So, um, you know, Kamzat was able to do it slightly faster, but yeah, they both did their thing in the first. Um, and yeah, Mearshot, I mean, sorry, Heinish, he, he grounds, grinds it out, right? I think that's a big thing. So he's got some, like, outside the UFC, he was just stopping everyone. You know, now it's, you know, things have changed, which is one of those things that you always kind of expect. Because the quality of the opposition, it drastically changes. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Like, but Heinish, he's, you know, he's got submissions. He's got TKOs, came to UFC via the Contender Series. And, um, yeah, all in, Brendan Allen is 15-3, and three, coming off seven wins. So it is all looking good for him. We saw him in June have that just war with Kyle Dukas. Which was just a tough ass fight. Um, you know, he's got a, a TKO of Tom Breeze, who was able to pull a submission on uh, Kevin Holland, who's, um, yeah, definitely talked about that fight a lot. Um, you know, he also came via the Contender Series the year after Heinish. Um, I think with this fight, I think that, you know, Allen, I think he's got a few more tools, right? I think he's a bit more dynamic. He's got a few more tools than Heinish and should be able to pull this one out. You know what I mean? He probably should be able to, uh, yeah, get the win. I, I just think he's a bit more explosive. He's got, you know, more finishes. Yeah, I'm going to say that Allen gets to win here. So our next fight is in the bantamweight division. Uh, we've got um, Rani Barcalois against Khalid Taiha. Um, yeah, fun fight. Definitely a fun fight. Uh, so, when we um, take a look, so uh, Bayahalis is 15 and 1 on an 8 fight win streak, which is, uh, yeah, pretty big. So, he came to the UFC via season 28 of the Ultimate Fighter. You know, had um, a couple of fights. So he came in at UFC 237. Nana Munez against Andrade, the first fight. And he beat 
Carlos Horshin, you know, second round TKO. And um, then he got a win over Saad Numagadamendov. Um, so that was December last year. Uh, I think that was at the on the Washington card. So, yeah, this will be his first fight of 2020. You know, he did have one fight scheduled in March, but, you know, Corona cancelled uh, all of that. So, you know, when you look at his fights outside the UFC, um, he's got a few stoppages, you know what I mean? Um, a few TKOs, uh, one submission. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, decision... A lot of the fights go decision. Alright, so um he's going up against the Warrior, who is 13 and 2 with one no contest. And he's coming off a win in his last well no, he actually his last fight was the no contest. Um hmm. okay, so it was against Bruno Silva, right? I feel that someone must have popped, right? Because, yeah, I think Silva won initially with an arm triangle. But, yeah, that was in October last year. Um, and before that, he had a win over Boston Salmon. A quick first round stoppage. Uh, so this will be his full fight in the UFC. Now outside, yeah, he's got a few uh, a few stoppages. You know, definitely a few stoppages, which might be the difference here. You know, I think I'm gonna. I feel I'm gonna say that. Um, yeah, Taya gets the win, you know, I think it's, um, you know, it's not going to be an easy one, but yeah, I'm going to say that Taya, yeah, he pulls it out, but this people, this takes us to our co-main event of the evening, we have Got um, a big heavyweight clash. We got Andre Oloski against Tana Boza. So, you know, the pit bull, he's uh, 29 19 at two no contests. So he's coming off a win in his last fight, which was uh, Philip Lin's. And it was an impressive um, victory. It went to a, a decision, but yeah, I'd say Orlowski, he controlled that fight. You know, I think we saw some real good skills there. So that fight took place in May this year. Uh, before that was the loss to Jairzinho Rosenstruck. Um, then he had the win over Ben Rothwell. And then there was a split decision loss to us, Augusto Saki, which it was a split decision. I did think Orlowski won that fight. 
you know, so, um, I mean, it's Orlovsky, he has been there, done that with everyone, essentially, you know what I mean, former UFC champion and all of that, but yeah, he's going up against the bulldozer, who is 19-6-1, so he's coming off at two wins in his last fights, which, hey, He's also fought Philip Linz, and um, he got a first round stoppage. So then he fought um, Rafael Pesosa, and he got a second round big finish in that one. So, uh, yeah, you know, he's had uh, two fights this year, so he understands what it's like to fight. With no audience and all of that. I mean, this will be his fifth fight in the UFC. So he he came in October, October last year, got a win over Daniel Spitz. He then turned it around real quick. Fought in December. He um lost to Cyril Gan. But hey, Cyril Gan, we we've seen what he can do. But yeah, then he's just pulled out these two. Very impressive wins. And um, I think when you see Boza, and especially in that last fight, because the fight before, right, the Philip Linz fight, he just came out and, whoo, he let fly. But in that last fight against Pezoza, who was huge, so much bigger than um, Boza. We saw Boza really just... He added a lot of wrinkles to his game. You know, he, he, he didn't just rush in. You know, he, he was very calculated with what he did. And um, I think this is going to be the big thing against Arlovsky. Because it's a different Arlovsky. You know, it's like on um, Alistair Overeem. You know, they've both been in the game for a, a long time. And we've seen them change, right? So they're not as explosive as they used to be. But now they fight very... Uh, yeah, I think in... Um, I wouldn't say safe, right? But they're not being reckless, Right? But with that, we've seen them slow. You know, and Orlovsky, he's definitely slowed a bit. And I think Boza will be able to um, capitalise on that. And we know he hits hard. And I think he's going to be able to dart in and out, you know, get those shots off and um, pull off a big win. So, yeah, I think Boza gets it done. Against the pit bull, you know, but yeah, it's the pit bull. So if Orlovsky did win, a, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, Bozer. But that takes us to our main event, people. We have got Tiago Santos against Glover Teixeira in a light heavyweight division. Now. I think a lot of people thought this fight would give us a title contender. And, listen, it still can, right? Still can. 
Beers, although we now know that Israel Adesanya will be fighting Jan Blahovic next, we don't know when that fight's going to be, right? So, these, you know, Santos and Texera, it's not like they fight a, a gang of times each year. So, I think after this, you know, them... Maybe sitting out a few months and waiting for that title shot. I think that, you know, that wouldn't be the craziest things. But, um, you know, I think we just see what happens, right? But this, ooh, this is a good friggin' fight. So, uh, Moretta, so he's 21 and 7, coming off a loss which was the um, title fight against John Jones. So that was July last year. But in that fight, you know what I mean? He fucked up both legs, both knees, essentially. And the thing, I think what what the big thing is about this fight, it, it's going to be how Santos has been able to recover. Because... Hey, Michael Bisbin has had two knee replacements. You know what I mean? He's, he's the bionicle man right now. But when you hear Bisbin talk about it, like, he's still got pain in one of his legs, one of his knees. You know, so it's not a simple thing. And yes, look, I know, Santos hasn't had complete knee reconstruction but he tore, like, the ACLs and a whole gang of other stuff. So, uh, yeah, they weren't just simple injuries. So it's going to be interesting to see how his movement is. You know I mean? Just all of that kind of stuff. Now, Texera, he's... Oh, man. He's just been on a tear, right? He's 31 and 7... Coming off four wins. And uh, yeah, he has looked good. He has looked really friggin' good. Right? Hasn't lost in a couple of years. His last loss was July 2018. So, uh, yeah. You know, he beat Carl, Carl Robinson January last year. Then he fought Ion Kutalabra in April. Um, got Nikita Krolov in September. And um, he even had a grappling match against Jake Shields, Quintet Ultra, December last year. But um, yeah, this year we saw him with a just huge win over Anthony Smith. You know, so that was um, that was the main event in uh, May, right? It was a huge win, and I think what we've seen from Texera is, you know, he's been able to survive an onslaught early, and just yeah, use his experience, use his stamina. You know, his durability to stick in there and then take it to his opponent. So, I mean, this is the big thing, right? Because I think 
it's fair to say that Santos is probably coming in the favourite. But, it, yeah, as I said, look, I think it's very dependent on his knees. Because if those knees are feeling rocky, Texera takes his fight. You know what I mean? So that's going to be the big thing. It's all about Santos's movement. You know? So, um, I mean, it's a tough one, right? It's definitely a tough one. And I think we'll, we'll fully know once we see the weigh-ins. That will give us some sort of indication. But, um, yeah. Alright, fuck it. I'll just say it now. I was going to say I'm going to wait until the, the weigh-ins. But, now nah, you know what? I'm going to say Texera gets the come-from-behind victory. So, um, yeah, that's it, people. Got some great fights on this card. And, um... You know, this this has been this was an odd card because we had a a good few fights not happen. You know, so we did wonder how things were gonna go. Like we lost Arnold Allen against Jeremy Stevens, Jack Shaw against um, he was meant to be fighting Taha, right? Diego Ferreira against Drew Doper, that was gonna be a good fight, but you know. Well, even with those losses, we still get some really good fights. So I'm looking forward to it, people. Definitely looking forward to this one. Okay, people. So as we do, we um we're at the end of another episode. So let us look and see the fight news before we bounce. Okay. So, ooh, what's happening, man? So, um, yes, yeah, Saturday, um, Gustav Lopez will be fighting Anthony Burchak. Burchak? Burchak? Yeah, I think it's Burchak, right? Um, yeah, you know, Philippe Colores, he's had to withdraw because of, um, COVID, so yeah, Burchett is stepping in on, um, like a week's notice, I feel, man, so, uh, yeah, props to him for, um, yeah, doing that, uh, so, hmm, I think then we jump to December, so, um, yeah, some fighters we haven't seen for a while. Alexander Patoja will be fighting Manel Cape. So, um, that's going to take place on the 19th of December, which uh, should be a fun fight. Um, also, on the 19th, now... I don't believe it's been confirmed yet, but Brett Okamoto has, uh, yeah, he said that Stephen Thompson could be fighting Jeff Neal on that card, and, um, oh, that's a good fight, that's a really good fucking fight, there's Jeff Neal, he's been on fire of late, you know what I mean? And yo, Stephen Thompson, he ain't no joke. 
So that fight will tell us what a lot about Neil and also a lot about if um you know what I mean Wonder Boy still got the goods. So yeah, that's a good one. So then we jump to January and um yo we finally have Santiago Ponsanibio back, right? On the 16th of January, he is going to be fighting Muslim Salakadov, which, um, yo, that's a good fight. And, uh, yeah, it feels like we haven't seen Ponsonibio for a long ass time. So that's all good. And, um, this is a. Oh shit, this is a fun fight. So the following week, on the 23rd of January, Michelle Walterstone is fighting Amanda Hibas. Oh my god, how great is that fight? Yeah, I mean, Rebas, she has been tearing it up lately. And, you know what I mean, Walterstone is coming off the win over Angela Lee. But, it, it, you know what I mean, she wants a title shot. So, hey, this fight, you know what I mean, this fight does a lot for either of those girls to win. So, hey, great stuff, man. But, people, we will be back on Friday to uh, look at all the crazy news happening in the world of MMA. So, um, hey, and we got some stuff to talk about, people. So, uh, yeah, see you Friday. Peace.